teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For meditation today, I want us to turn to the book of Hebrews in chapter 11. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh boy, the Lord is good. Yeah, the Lord is good. Amen. I want to read just one verse, then I will pick some other verses there and elsewhere to explain my thinking as I have received in Jesus' name. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, to please God, that is. For he who comes to God, so that makes it clear, must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's the scripture we want to consider today. But you know, no scripture is ever in isolation of the chapter or the book or the entire Bible. And so we always will get into the context to get clearer meaning. But just looking at it, you discover that it's in line with the theme topic of the chapter. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So though it is a chapter on faith, but this verse is trying to bring us something in the midst of the thinking and discussion on faith. And that thing that is bringing out here is pleasing God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. So to begin to unravel this, first you want to step back by one verse. Verse 5. Um, but before then, let me go to verse 1. Verse 1 starts by saying, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hmm. Hallelujah. The margin of my Bible says, if I'm going to use the little explanation there, now faith is the realization of the things you are hoping for. Uh And again, if I go to go by what he's saying here, it is the confidence of the things that you don't even see. So that was, what, what makes hope tangible is faith. 
Yeah. It's faith. That's interesting. So faith is the realization of the are there things you are hoping for? What you need is faith. You want it to become real, you want it to come into the real sense of it, to the real view of everybody. You want it to be tangible. What you need is faith. That's what this is saying. And uh, it is the confidence of things you've not seen. So now you are declaring that which you haven't seen and which nobody has seen, and you are saying it like you can see it because you can see it by faith. Okay, so that's this chapter. But let me just quickly give you the way it is in TPT. I like the way this verse 1 is. Give us TPT quickly and put it there so they can read it too. I'm excited. Shall we read together? But make sure that you don't just read, don't just shout. Make sure that you're taking it in. It says, Now faith what? Brings out, brings our hope into what? Pause. Can you see that? Faith brings our hope into reality. <laughs> Glory be to God in the eyes. <laughs> the devil is messed up in the name of Jesus. Now faith brings our hope into reality. Can we go ahead? And becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long So, pausing there again, you can see that your hope can be brought into reality. And you can see that this is the strategy and the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. Let's continue. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Faith. So the world will see you moving so confidently and they will think you are mad. But they will know you are not mad because you have a substance which they don't see, but which you see. You know what it does? It puts you superior to them. You're not competing. You're only going about your own course in life. And that's what faith does. So I haven't said that. Let me leave that. But I like the way the verse 2 goes too, because it says by, by, by it, the elders obtained a good report. See what it says here. It says, This testimony of fathers is what, what previous generations were what commended for. Say by it, our fathers obtained a good report. In other words, our fathers ran to our fathers in the faith. They were able to accomplish, they were able to live a sound legacy. They were able to prepare their eternity for good. How? By faith. And so that becomes like what we have is what has been handed down to us. And all we can do is take it and even improve on it. I mean, my prayer is that I'm able to teach my children the principles of faith. Pastor Tai, we are talking so much. We know all the... You will see some things here today. I love this chapter. I very much do. So that's the whole thing in this chapter. So you begin to see that thereafter, you tell that by faith, uh, Abel, by faith, then Enoch. We're, we're, we're getting close to where we're going. Then by faith, Abraham. By faith, I mean begin to hear all their names. 
And so somebody said, looking for a good title for this chapter. Here in this, my Bible, we say, by faith we understand, which is good. But somebody said, it's faith in action. Faith in action. So in other words, every man or woman mentioned here as man or woman of faith is because there was an expert attached to their names. There was something that they accomplished, albeit by faith. So it's the product of their faith that defines, as it were, their faith. So you can see now that by faith, Abel did something. He wouldn't have been able to do it except by faith. That's what we're saying. Let me skip Enoch. By faith, Noah did something. <laughs> if there was no faith, he wouldn't have been able to do it. And the Bible explained clearly. When God was saying build an ark, he was like, are you crazy? Build an ark where? In the desert? But he believed God. That's it. And he was building like he was building on the sea or for the sea. And the waters came. He didn't see, but he did. He obeyed. And he did. So we can go on that way. So by the same talking, we got to verse 6 now. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. What does that say to you? Church, what does that say to me? <laughs> without faith, any effort to please God will be effort in futility. It will be waste of time, waste of life. And when we say faith, we are saying faith in the word of God. You see it there. You see, where is it? Uh-oh. Verse 3, you know, I only jump. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Faith in the word of God. That was how they obtained their good reports. That was how everything we see was made. So that the things which we see, that we admire, that we marvel at, he said they came out from, not, from what does not exist. How? How be it? By faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, based on the word of God. So, he said, but to have faith, it is impossible to please God. I mean, there's absolutely nothing you can do to please God. But you see, in verse 5, the Bible says, By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Oh, that's serious. And was not found because God has, I mean, had taken him. For before, watch this. For before he was taken, he had this testimony. Did you hear me? Come on, did somebody hear me? Can you see what your testimony can do? He had this testimony. What testimony? That he pleased God. That's, that was where the pleasing God thing came from. And that's what continued in verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible. Is somebody hearing me? So we want to now see, so how do we please God? And that's why I want to dwell on this. But first let it be known that it takes faith to please God. So permit me to make my first general statement. He said, for he who comes to God must believe. It's not, it's not a matter of may believe or shall believe. It's a must. He who comes to God must believe that God is. And that he's a reward of them that let you seek him. So I thought of it and I, God helped me. He said, you cannot approach God anyhow or any way without faith. 
if you are going to approach him for anything at any time for any reason is because you have faith that God is it's because you have come to terms with the fact that God exists you've come to terms that God is real just like I would talk to my earthly father he is real that's why you can approach him anybody that will approach God is it you want, you want to petition him you want to thank him you want whatever for any reason you want you want to have anything to do with God anything at all faith you must believe in faith and what do you believe that God is real that God is a person uh, yes that God is relatable yes that's what we're saying that when I approach him, when I talk to him, he will give reply. Yes, that's it. You must believe. That's one. Number two, that he always rewards those who diligently seek him. That's that, that's what I want to say today. So you must first believe that he is, and that is a rewarder. <laughs> Hallelujah. But without faith, it is impossible, absolutely impossible, to please God. For he who comes must believe that he is. First, let me take that belief, because that's the action word there. For me to be able to say, Father, or I'm grateful, I'm dealing with a real person. I know I'm dealing with a real person who responds who reacts. Settle that. So believe there means that you have resolute conviction that he is real. I mean, you know, I'll be, I'll be, uh, it would look like I've lost it if Lara we are not to be sitting here. And I say, Lara, give me something. And Lara is not here. You all look around and say, look, there's a problem. Right? But I can see Lara. She can see me. So I say, give me your phone. And so she's taking the phone and she's giving me. So why will I make the move in the first place to go ask for her phone? Because I know Lara is real. And she has a phone. And she will respond to me. And if she doesn't answer me, I will still come back and say, please, can I make use of your phone? He said, no, no, just for a minute, Lara, come on. Can I make use of your phone? Now, I'm persisting, as it were. They will say, okay, just for two minutes, okay, take her. So I know she has the capacity to respond and to answer me. So he will reward my persistence. You have to know that God is a rewarder. That's faith. So when I'm saying, thank you, Lord, I see what some people don't see. But what I thank God for is that everyone here can see who I see. We don't see with physical eyes. We see by the eyes of faith. That's what Jesus himself was saying to the woman at the well of Samaria. That the time is coming. And now is when the true worshippers we worship God in spirit and in truth. 
We are dealing with a real person. Who has emotions? Who can love? Who can chastise? Who can defend? We must come out of deep and resolute conviction that he is. Let me just quickly give you some scriptures. For example, they that come to him must believe that he is. And that is a word of them that learn to seek him. This is seek. Hear what this person said. He said, those who will constantly worship him, those who regularly worship him, must know that they are dealing with a real person. So it's not a one-off thing. It's a habit. It becomes your lifestyle. That's why the Bible said the just shall live by faith. What does that mean? Their lifestyle will become always knowing that he is real. And when they are approaching, they are approaching with that knowledge. And when I approach him that way, look, look, look. Everything I come to do around him becomes worship. Have you observed through the Bible? Anytime any being, created being approaches him, flat. We don't need to force people to worship. If truly they have an understanding of the one they're dealing with. Let us pray. The moment you say, let us pray, your attitude should change. Because your focus has changed. Let us pray. Because I'm questioning people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Father, uh, let us pray. <laughs> let us pray. <laughs> what kind of sheepish laugh? Smile is that. What kind of laugh? Smile. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus, I am seeing him by faith. And I'm coming through the name of his son, Jesus Christ. And I commit this one to you. For what he or she is doing today. Father, blessed. Blessed, Lord. Keep, Lord. Ah, prepare them for a greater future, Lord. Let your name be glorified, Lord. I'm talking to someone. He will hear. Bible says he will reward you. That's faith. See, um, Those who didn't just seek him. So those who seek him are the ones that can please him. Those who always seek him. Those who persistently seek him. Those who always consider him. In everything they do. They're the ones. So now we can begin to appreciate when Jesus said, hey, hey, Matthew chapter 6, he said, hey, 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 why are you behaving like unbelievers? Why are you behaving like Gentiles? Why are you behaving as though you don't have a father, you don't have a God in this world? What's wrong with you? You're thinking of food, you're thinking of sustainability, you're thinking of your health, you're thinking of... Fine, they're real. Yes. And that's why you should take your real issues to the real God. With a real father. He says, don't do it the way they do it. What does he say we should do? He says, seek. Seek what? Seek the healing? Seek the provision? No. Seek first what? The kingdom of God. You're seeking the kingdom. You're seeking the king. And all his righteousness and all these things you are worrying yourself about shall be added to you. 
Seek. 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 Are you suffering something? Are you? F- Take it to him. Who oh, was a friend we have in Jesus? All that grief. What a privilege to Why are we neglecting the privileges? Everything. Take everything to him. Eh? Take everything to him. Take everything. The one that is hurting, the one that seems to have lost, take everything to him. He's the creator. Seek him in everything. Yeah, the psalmist in 77 4. Psalm. Said, let war come. Let a host of army. Let them come against me here. Said, one thing I will do. One thing I will say. One thing will be my desire. And what's your desire? One thing I have desired of the Lord. Take it from verse 3. Now, though an army may encamp against me. <laughs> against? They always, they always do that. So let that, let that not surprise you. He said, what? My heart shall not what? Why? Though war may rise against me, in this I will what? Can you see the evidence of faith there? The confidence, you see the evidence of faith? Go on. Uh, why? One thing have I desired. But you're talking of an army, you're talking of war, you're thinking of attacks here and there. We are saying, you desire. what do you desire in the midst of this? That I will what? No, 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 no. Go back. Go back. One thing have I, I, I have desired. Everybody read with me of the Lord. What is it? That will I what? And what is it? Now go on. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and beholding the beauty of the Lord. There is war. There's an army. He's seeking God. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. He's seeking God. You know what I wrote here? No matter what challenges you face in life, God is more interested in your attitude than in your anxiety and fears. Than in all the carnal struggle you put together to get out of it, to overcome it. First is your attitude. And that was what Enoch had. Enoch was ordinary man like you and I. Every hero here was an ordinary man. There were ordinary men and women that did extraordinary things. How be it? Through what? Faith. You know what that tells me? Going forward, your life still has a lot of exploits. Because the word of God is still available. And you have what it takes to exercise faith. The Bible says a measure of faith was given to everybody. When you go back again, go and read the book of the epistles. Everybody. And the psalmist knew this very well. Psalm 105, verse 4 says, <laughs> say you should seek the Lord and seek his power. But more than that, seek his presence. And nobody we know we normally glibly we say that look, attitude is everything. Same with God. You know, I wrote, I wrote it to myself. I said, no matter what I face, 
God is more interested in my attitude in the challenge than all my struggles. But what if it doesn't work? How will that be my problem? I'll give an example in the book of Daniel. Remember the three Hebrew children? They said something very profound. They said, oh, king, we are not even thinking about this thing. They are saying, we are not, not way, king. Think of compromising. No way. I'm sorry, king. The God whom we serve will save us. But if for any reason he doesn't, then let it be. They didn't die. But let me show you something before I... I'm just introducing it. But I'll show you something before I round up. So how do you please God? Live by faith. Be devoted to him. Let nothing pass that does not involve him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not your own understanding. That's the problem. In all your ways and he shall direct. Did you hear that? And he shall direct your path. That's what we're talking about. You find it all through the Bible. Do nothing without getting him involved. But how do I quickly do that? He's ever with you. He's in you by the Holy Spirit. Come on. So if anything, you've been neglect, you've neglected him. He's always too eager, always ready. He's your helper. In the Holy Ghost, God is your helper. Now, let me just read this part for you. And uh, I'll conclude. It says, read the whole of chapter 11. Go and meditate. Make a Bible study for yourself. Never assume that you already know it. It's been taught before. It's been preached by a pastor before. Go and read it yourself. Let the Holy Ghost show you. Look at verse 30. I'll read as quickly as I can. Verse 32. And what more shall I say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah also of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith subdued. Come on. Uh-huh. Kingdoms walked righteousness through faith. You can't walk righteously. Obtained promises. Pastor, wait a minute. In the New Testament, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Of course I know. God knows. But what you fail to realize that, yes, that is true. Positionally, we are talking experientially now. If you have it, let it show. So the argument is not whether you have it or not. It's time to let it show. What through faith subdued, verse 33, kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. You remember the story of Daniel? Quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made, um, yeah, were made strong, 
became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still, others had trials of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown in twos, uh, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the desert and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect. And now that's concluding that. Now, here the commentary of Jack Hayford, 11. I'll read 35 and 38. Commentary 35 and 38. I'll read directly. Please listen. Please, please do. He said, the fact that others were tortured and suffered in various other ways indicates that faith does not provide an automatic exemption from hardships, trials, or tragedy. Furthermore, the experience of such difficulties does not mean that the people undergoing them possess less faith than those who are not afflicted. The same faith that enables some to escape trouble enable others to endure it. The same faith that delivers some from death enables others to die victoriously. Faith is not a bridge over troubled waters, but it is a pathway through them. What I'm saying is this. You say, why did you say that? I said the three root children said, we will not bow. They were able to see the invisible. They were seeing God. And they said, we know him. We know his character. He will deliver. King, we won't bow. But if he doesn't deliver, let it be. That's what I'm saying. Those who diligently seek him. I know he will do it. But what if he doesn't do it? Then let me die believing that he will do it. He will do it. Enoch pleased God. By faith, Abraham took his son, pulled the knife. Until God stopped him. You know what? You know, you know his mindset? He said, after I've killed him and roasted him, God will put him back together. I know he can do it. If he doesn't stop me, yeah, then he, 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 the problem is his. It's not only when he's married. Unlike what we've made Christianity. 
Christianity is coming to know that I know that I know that I know that his word stands sure forever and I will not stop progressing in the light of his word. Let the devil throw his best weapon. I keep on going. So though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I shall Because he that comes to him must believe resolute conviction that he is and he's the rewarder. I purposely went to read that part because some that have no knowledge will be claiming they are. Who are you? They went to meet Jesus. Those that the tower of Siloam fell on and they died. Why they the one that sinned on their fathers? He says, neither them nor their father. But should we believe you for safety? Of course! Your father knows what to need and he provides them way ahead. Trust him and believe him. He will deliver you from death. He will heal your body. He will provide for you. He will give you long life. He will keep your children. Abba. That's his word. And we stand on his word. We live by his word. We walk by his word. We sleep by his word. We wake by his word. That is faith. Enoch pleased God. You know what? We say, Pastor Tyro, we thank God for your life. You're encouraging us. I say, Well, <laughs> I'm encouraging myself in the Lord. And I ask God. And I never forget, I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every moment. They just shall live by. Am I to anticipate evil? Never. I know he will come through for me. He has always come through. He will still come through and come through and come through. We live by his word. We understand that the walls were framed by the word of God so that the things we see were made for what is not visible. Everything that God has ordained for your life as exploit will still come to pass. In the name of Jesus. So what do you do? Keep on walking by. So when I ask him, what do I tell them? He said, have you ever heard where I tell them? I mean, why I say to people, go and preach your experience. He said, testimonies are good. But if you live only by testimonies, you run into trouble. The day testimonies don't be what you expect, then there's nothing to preach. But if you preach my word, there will always be testimonies. There will always be breakthroughs. There will always be exploits. We give God the glory. So in conclusion, if I believe, I'll speak. Second Corinthians. You can't tell me that I have faith or I have conviction, I have this strong conviction, and your words are betraying you. 
Your words will always reveal your conviction and your mindset. So if you have faith, you will speak. If you don't have faith, you will speak. From your speaking, we will know. But if it is written that they believe, so they speak. So we also believe, so we speak. Then how do you know? How do you now begin to please God? Begin to declare what he has done. Declare him at the, on, the, on the basis, on the strength of his word. The finished work of Christ. Suppose it. Why should you even say suppose? If you are believing God, why should you say suppose? That's the problem. Face him. Keep your track. Trust him. He will bring you through. In the name of Jesus, I still see a glorious future ahead of you. I mean much, 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 much more than anything you've ever seen in your life. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. The just shall live by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Why? Because they that come to God must what? Believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. I don't want to go too much into rewarding because he always rewards. Even Jesus said, for the joy that was set before him. Uh-oh. For the joy. He finished sitting at the, at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. That's it. That was a reward. Because of that, God has now highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every. That's a reward. God is a rewarder. Hallelujah. Solomon. The Bible says he went to Gibeah and he sacrificed a thousand. God came after him. You can't see God diligently and he won't come after you. Say, what do you want? It's not so much you petitioning God now. God said, what do you want? What do you want? Not just meeting his need now. What do you want? There's a place you get to that even your want is taken care of. In fact, he says, seek for the kingdom of God and all these things are what? Come on. I see some people being added to that means over and above your needs, some additions in the name of Jesus. Say, so what do you want? He says, see, all you've said I've given you and even the things you didn't say. God is a rewarder. I close with this. If you look at Moses, when they talk about Moses and his faith, they say Moses rejected the, the, the wealth and the pleasure of, of Egypt. Wow. Choosing that to suffer what? The reproach of Christ. Why? Because he was looking to the reward. There is always a reward. You don't need to suffer anything. Walk by faith. That's a reward. And my joy is that, can you see the church filled up? You all have rewards. He said, why did you say that? Because you came. What are you doing here if you are not seeking? Those he's telling to seek are those who are already born again. I was sharing with my daughter. I said, do you know when he says seek? It's not that God is not lost. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You are the one that was lost. He found you. He's not telling you now, seek me. Acknowledge me. Make me your number one. Make me your number one. That's the song we sing. Shall rise. I am confident of fountaineers. In the name of Jesus. My prayer has always been and it is still so.
that on that day when we stand, I will never be ashamed. You will never be ashamed. Ladies and gentlemen, there is much more than what we get here. But here, we are to enjoy the beauties and the bounties of the finished work of Christ. But there is much more there. Shall we lift our hands and give him praise? Just give him praise. Just thank him for today. Thank him for this service. Thank him because you know where to take your cases to. You know what to do to get it. It is, it is wrapped up in looking, 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 looking onto Jesus. <laughs> the author and the finisher of this faith. Hallelujah. The faith you need to please him. Hallelujah. We give him praise. We give him praise. We give him praise. Father, let it be. Even as we have all learned and we are, think, we are thanking you for, Father, let it be in the lives of our children, in the lives of our parents, in the name of Jesus. Father, take all the glory in Jesus' name. We are people that will serve you. We are people that will love you. We are people that will walk with you. We are people that will seek you all the days of our lives. We receive the grace now in Jesus' name. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.